Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome everyone to Beyond Surviving, the safe space for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to receive support, resources, and share their stories. Beyond Surviving is about freedom, healing, connection, and even laughter and fun. Most importantly, it's about letting go of the pain of abuse and finally moving on. I'm Rachel Grant. For those of you who don't yet know me, I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007 and am the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. I work with survivors who are sick and tired of feeling broken and unfixable, and I help them break free of the past and finally feel normal. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at www.rachelgrantcoaching.com. Now, tonight we're in for a real treat. I have here with me Ray Luskin, who is going to talk with us about the healing power of creative expression and service so we can have more authentic, vibrant, happier, and fulfilling lives. This is amazing. Because, you know, Ray is, uh, you know, not only a survivor and somebody who's walked this path, but she's also the founder of Art and Soul Connections and The Winning Adventure. She's a lifelong learner who's studied with Mary Morrissey, Lisa Nichols, Jack Canfield, Janet and Chris Atwood, um, uh, just to name a few, right? So she has over 15 years of being a leader in using creative expression to nurture self-worth, resilience, healing, and social change. Sharing her personal story of child sexual abuse, she's been able to inspire and motivate people to turn their pain into purpose. 
And partners who've worked with Ray have said that she is passionate about her work as an advocate for healthy children and families, and her transformational work has the potential to prevent abuse across the world. My gosh, holy cow, right? (laughs) So she's the author of Art from My Heart and the creative activist Make the World Better One Person, One Action at a Time. The Benjamin Franklin 2016 Gold Award for Inspiration and a contributing author to Shine the Light, Sexual Abuse and Healing in the Jewish Community and Learning from Failure. So, um, Absolutely, the reason why I wanted to have Ray on the show was because she's bringing a perspective to this journey that I believe is very unique and very special and one that we haven't hit on um, to date. So um, let's uh, sit back and relax and get ready to connect. Ray, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Rachel. I'm so happy to be here today. Fantastic. So... You know, I know one of the the very first um, things that we want to get into here is the the way that you are incorporating art and service um, into um, the healing journey. And in particular for you, this was really the way that you um, found your way out of the pain of the past. So I'd love to start there just to learn a little bit about your journey and, and how these two key pieces of art and service ended up being kind of the things that brought you forward. Okay. Um, thank you. Uh, you know, I was sexually abused from a child from the age of about 7 to 13 by my grandfather, who happened to be an artist, and it took place in his art studio. So it was always a little bit of a, a double whammy there because I was an artist, you know, and, and it was like, okay. So, uh, But I had gone through, when I finally started to tell people, and I didn't tell anybody until I was in college. And when I did, I finally went into talk therapy. And, you know, I survived, but I wasn't thriving. It, it was, right. you know, I just kept... You know, I got, I was healthy enough, obviously. I got married. I had two wonderful kids. I should have been happy, but I wasn't. You know, I still felt this, this pain of you really knew who I was. You'd run for the hills, you know, and it was just this sadness that kept coming up over and over. And, you know, my sexual relationship with my husband was horrible. You know, I'd be on the ceiling counting, you know, counting sheep, and he couldn't understand where I pulled away and how. And I didn't have the words at that point, even with therapy to really talk about what I was feeling. And then I did find one therapist who said, I want you to scribble your pain. I said, I haven't drawn, I haven't painted in 12 years, I haven't done anything. He said, I want you to scribble your pain. And when I started to scribble, it was like this energy just let loose. My body started to change. I started to relax. I started to feel better. And it wasn't being about a great artist. It was just finding a new way to release the pain because it is it is it in every cell of our bodies. It's a somatic response. I feel that we personally that we hold on to so much of the pain and we have to find ways to release it. And for some it may be exercise, it may be dance. I think there is a need for physical as well as, you know, just mental release. And so I uh, you know, I started to do that. Now I had been on this journey as I said for 12 years and I I got to this point, and it was, I was going to live or I was going to die. I just could not take the pain another day, mm-hmm. and I started making a list. You know, I was into that poor me victimhood of, you know, all the 
horrible things that happened in my life. And I made this list. I got to 81, and I said, okay, you can't live this way anymore. You have to find a way to let it go. And so then I started doing all this other work, and I became – I want to say a workshop junkie, and that's when I started traveling around the world. There used to be conferences called Body and Soul. And, I, you know, and it was like that's where I met Joan Boroshenko and, and Julia Cameron and all these wonderful healers. And I started, you know, using the simple art and writing activities, the journaling with the scribbles and doodles, and my life just changed, and people noticed it. They said, mm-hmm. what are you doing? You're different. And so I just kept playing in and leaning into the fear because it was very scary and I kept doing it and doing it and eventually I started to actually paint the the images and they are you know they're very hard to see but if there's a couple on my um, rayluskin.net and it's r-a-e-l-u-s-k-i-n.net so there are a few pictures and I do use them when I'm speaking I try not to overload people's sensory you know systems with a lot of painful images but I watched myself change as I started using this you know and and working through it and and releasing it I noticed the colors change the images change all of a sudden it wasn't about me and I started doing pictures about social change and looking outside and where else is there pain in the world Mm -hmm. so that that was the art piece and it it coalesced at the same time I started to do this work I got a divorce and so that pain was on top of everything else and it was like the first time I didn't have my kids for the holidays, you know, I went to the movies. I went to two, a doubleheader. <laughs> I cried through the whole thing. And I had gone to a 12-step meeting, and they said, do something for someone else. Do service. And, you know, it didn't even dawn on me, you know. It, and yet I've been community activist for 40 years, you know. It, it was <laughs> like I'd been doing all this community activism, but I didn't think of it in terms of service, and that would literally make me feel better. And so... The next holiday, I went to Michael's, and I bought all these art supplies, and I made goodie bags, and I took them to the local hospital for the kids who were there over the holidays. And I've been doing that for 20 years. And, right. I, I mean, and it's grown, and it's changed in different ways. Now I go down to the ER, I bring cookies, you know, I bring candy, as well as a lot of art supplies. And it's fun, and I feel like I'm making a difference. Yeah. The, yeah. the biggest piece for me was, like, you know, when I got to this place, it's like, okay, so you've had this experience. What have you learned from it? How can you help other people? And I think that was the shift that was like mm-hmm. this light bulb went off in my head. So that's why I say art and service saved my life. Absolutely, Ray. Well, thanks for that little glimpse into kind of how you found your way to this particular expression um, of self that led you to be able to tap into certain things and to heal certain parts of yourself that, you know, maybe were not getting the healing that you needed through the talk therapy. And you know, what I really love about that is, um, you know, more and more as, as I've been working with survivors for almost 10 years now, I, I really know that people um, get bits and pieces from from lots of different places, and um, and it's almost like an entry point into healing. Like, where do we begin, and what can most you know open us up, or what can we add in later that adds another layer of healing? And um, and I love this, you know, just what you said there about being able to sit down and just start scribbling without and doodling without it, you know, having to look pretty or be something, but just that that you were able to by putting pen to paper or charcoal to paper start expressing it could things. be paint to paper it mm-hmm. can be 
anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a it's a new way of just without words. There's mm-hmm. something very powerful when we're not using our words, and it and it can, you know that we can release in a different way. So if somebody listening were to want to kind of um, experiment with this idea of, you know, using art as a way to express something that has either gone unexpressed or maybe they feel that they haven't been able to release or or work with through other modalities, where would they start? What would you recommend as maybe like the steps that they would want to follow in order to do that? Okay, I would say, first of all, go get yourself a sketchbook, you know, one that you can do. I I like to, a lot of people start with this teeny little one. I like to get a bigger one, you know, just because you want to be able to express freely. And and if you don't Mm -hmm. want to use that, just get some paper and get a big piece of paper, as big as you can. Tape it down on your table so you don't have to worry about it. And I would get a couple, you know, box of crayons. And I want you to pick up a crayon with your non-dominant hand. Pick out your two favorite colors. And the first one, you hold with your non-dominant hand, and you close your eyes and you scribble. That way there is no judgment. How can you be judging yourself? <laughs> you know, I did it wrong. I did it horrible. You've got your eyes closed. You know? mm-hmm. So I also use music as part of it. And so if you're mm-hmm. feeling a little down, you might want to put something more up on. If you want to feel... Uh, you know, it depends on you, you know. So some people want to just dive in and they need those tears. So they're going to put on that piece of music that will get them there. It may be a movie they're watching, and then they just spend time in that moment. And so I really believe in that as the starting point for everything. And, and there is no judgment then, as I said. And then you can do the second crayon. Put that first one down. Do it again with your non-dominant hand and your eyes closed. Then I want you to take one crayon in each hand, and then scribble. And use big movements. Use your whole arm rather than just your, mm. your fingers or your wrist. Because then you're, in, you know, um, it becomes a much more a right brain activity, a whole brain activity. Mm. And you're, mm. you're using your body in a different way. So allow yourself to just be in that moment. And afterwards, sit down and color it. Just color and see what happens because so much you've expressed something and and there is science behind this that then when you're coloring, your blood pressure is going to go down. You're, you're going to release endorphins if you allow yourself to just be in that experience. Mm, mm. So it creates, it, it stimulates the idea that you can heal, that there is pleasure right. in pain. Right. Oh, wow. So uh, I'm glad to get a little more clarity in that and kind of the process because you're real. You mean scribbles. You really mean scribbles, not sit down and try to draw like an image that represents what you're feeling. No, I started with scribbles. And and think about it. For for each of us, it's going to be different. But, okay, I'm going to ask you, Rachel, what color is anger for you? Good. Oh wow! Interesting. <laughs> um, probably what came to, what came first was yellow. Okay, so everybody's going to be different. A lot of people may say yellow is a happy color. Somebody may say red. You know, so think. You know, allow yourself to then imagine your different feelings. And each day you can scribble a different thing. I'm scribbling my day. I'm feeling sad. What does that look like and feel like? It mm-hmm. and and. You know, as you've done that, and and what I do is then take it to another place. I ask you to sit with your body. Where are you feeling it in your body? It's sort of like, you know, I I have something I call it the, the art transformation. So it's access the pain 
and then rewrite your negative stories and then transform the wounds into gifts of service. And so yeah. so you can access the pain in several ways. You know, you can be more specific. So you can really where am I feeling sadness? Where am I feeling hurt today? What does that look and feel like in your body? And then you just scribble that. What texture is it? What color is it? And so again, I mean, if you want to, you can just do a little stick figure or, or something like that, and and you can do it on that or not, or you just but but notice where you feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. So again, it just takes it to a deeper level, okay. and then I would suggest that you have a dialogue with it. And I also, again, if you if you're comfortable to use your non-dominant hand when you're when you're writing, because you're coming from that place of a deeper connection with spirit and intuition and your imagination yeah. and things like that. And so you can have a dialogue and say, what are you feeling? What are you needing? What do you need today to feel better, to release the pain? Um, how can you know? How can I be of service to you, or how can I do something for somebody else? You know, whatever your questions are for that day, that will bring you out of, uh, uh, you know, will start transforming your experience. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And is there anything that people need to watch out for? Any potential traps or triggers or um Well I always say if you're mention? doing this deep work, hopefully you've already done some work with the, with somebody like you, Rachel, you know, or you know, that has already working with you. Um most of the people I worked with over the years had already done a lot of work and this was just another layer that they were releasing. But it's certainly something you can do any time. And even as parents, you know, you can use the scribbles and doodles as a way to connect with your kids. How Mm -hmm. is your day, honey? You know, so, Mm -hmm. and let's scribble together. Um, So there's lots of ways to use the scribbles and to do that. And I think one of the other pieces that I do that, that I like to transform stories. So, because we all, have carried many of these negative voices right. in our head. We did this. We were horrible. We did whatever. And we need to forgive ourselves. So a lot of times, I, and there is a on my website, the RayLuskin.net, I have a free resource, which is a meditation, and it's called a forgiveness mandala. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, you're coloring, but it's in a different way. It's starting to think about how can I forgive, you know, uh, for me, I had to forgive myself, I had to forgive my grandfather, I had to forgive my parents for not protecting me. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy about forgiving the the abuser, and you know, I don't want to re-traumatize anyone. You have to be working with somebody to do that. But it was really important for me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much for for having that resource available. And um, I really encourage people to to go and check out um, her website because it's just beautiful. I mean, even just to absorb the images that you've shared there is just kind of healing in and of itself. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, you know, navigating this world of kind of forgiveness and release and, and how we move into that, you know, there are so many layers to it, as you mentioned. And, but I love this idea of having this like meditation on that topic and seeing what comes forward for someone. You may notice there's a lot of resistance and anger and frustration about that. You may notice a lot of grief or sadness. 
Um, you may notice like I'm ready, but I don't know how. And so just having that opportunity to have those things come forward. Um, I know in my own journey, um, I was in um, Australia at a retreat and for the first time experienced doing non-dominant hand writing and drawing. And I'm a very, very pragmatic. I'm very like in my in my left brain a lot of the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Especially when it comes to my, you know, healing, I think of it very much on like a neurological level, scientific, mathematical. Um, and so, you know, there was a huge part of me that was like, oh, this is such bullshit. Like, what, whatever, fine, I'll do it because, but man, did I get a run for my money, Ray? Because, yeah, like it helps you just tap into things that you just can't get to from other places at times. And uh, right. so... I just know there's so much power there in, in being able to express that way. And then this other piece that you, you mentioned of service. Oh, my goodness. I love, love, love that you're bringing this forward. Um, because one of the things that I've noticed, and um, you can chime in if you, you've seen this too, is a lot of times for us survivors, you know, we get so in our heads and into our recovery, which is an important thing, like taking right. care of and working, but it becomes almost so like interior that we forget about the world that's happening outside of all of that. And when right. we can go and just be in service to other people and like take a break from recovery, <laughs> like take a day off, like it's okay to not right, right, and and I'm down this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I it totally I totally agree with you. It does make a difference. You know, some days and it can be fun volunteering. It can be fun doing something for somebody else. It doesn't have to be always serious. I know the you know, for me the very first you know, the first time I told my story, you know, I it was a little scary. I was terrifying actually. Uh I had my mother in the room and she had never really heard my full story. She did not understand the the ramifications of what had happened in my life and how I dealt with them and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. so I told her, and she she was like, and, and she was, so I'm so sorry. And then the other piece, a young woman came up to me, and she said, you saved my life. I thought I was alone. And yeah. that is also the piece of service. So you can do both. You can have fun. You can go. I love little kids. So, you know, I love to play with my granddaughters. And that's very life-affirming for me. So that'll be, you know, I, there are days I just need to run over and be with them for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. service can be anything you want. And, and it, it, it's about somebody else, though. It's not just about you. Right. That's how right. I look at it. I love that. You know, one of the things that we've been exploring, um, you know, last month was all about um, expressing and sharing your story and finding your voice and breaking that silence. And I love this idea that you've brought here of any time you tell your story can actually be an act of service. It can let other people know there's hope, there's healing, and they're not alone. I love that, Ray. Right, and it, it, I'm actually having a Creative Activist Summit starting tonight uh, or today, and I would love for all of you to to join in. It's free it, for the for the week. I have some incredible speakers uh, that I, I I'm interviewing, and one of them is Marianne Williamson, and she'll be talking about Tears to Triumph, her new book, which is about how to handle depression and spirituality and that role. And especially in turbulent times, we need that on the outside world as well. Again, going back to forgiveness. Um, Some other people that will be on my summit are um, Anne Reams. 
And she's done this Voices and Faces project, which I participated in. It was a two-day week, weekend workshop where you were writing. And and it was just incredible what, what healing came through. And she's done a documentary. So there are some people that you might be interested in hearing and listening to. And if you go to thewinningadventure.com, that's my other website, and you can go on there and look under the Creative Activist. It's a tab, and you'll find out all the information. You can register, and you can hear 24 incredible speakers and every night I'm going to do a recap and be, do live question and answer. So if anybody's got questions and answer, they want questions about using art for healing. And and it's so interesting that you said about finding your voice because part of that is I have a 16-week a workshop called Finding Your Creative Voice. So it's like Sweet. Oh, here. Yes, yes, I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's yes, so, so I think it's really important that we all have a story. And if you only tell one person, you have set a ripple effect out because you don't know how that lands on somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you so much for sharing about this um, Creative Activist Virtual Summit um, that's coming up and starting right now. And so, again, just uh, so make sure everybody has the website for that. It's thewinningadventure.com. You can go there, sign up. It'll put you right into um, that series so you can receive all of the um, talks. And um, so as we're starting to kind of um, wrap up our time together today, Ray, is there anything, um, you know, that you really want people out there to know who who are on this journey of healing from abuse? Well, I think at one point the biggest thing I kept saying, it's a lifelong journey. And then I was working with a coach, teacher, mentor for a long time. And he said, Ray, what if you actually said healing is a choice and I am healed? Mm-hmm. And that was pretty powerful for me. I was yeah. like, wow. And, you know, I actually have said it is a choice. Every day I make and I am healed. Certainly stuff comes up. It always does. But the layers, you know, it's peeling away the effect, mm-hmm. the the length of the the challenge is a lot less, you know, That's at right. times. Uh, personally, I'm at this place. I want to have a relationship with a man. And I am, you know, considering sexuality and intimacy and physical intimacy. And there's all that What's it going to be like? You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) know, so it's like, okay, you know, so it's coming up and will I be on the ceiling or won't I? So it's, but it's a choice and it's a choice I make every day. And I believe we all have a choice because we can, I do believe this is my belief system that we can choose to feel a certain way Mm -hmm. that we, we can choose to, you know, take our pain, take our stories and we can start looking for the gifts. What did I learn from that? I became much stronger. I became independent. I, I couldn't believe that I interview people. I love to hear people's stories. I'm a good listener. I create a safe space for them. These are all the gifts that I got out of being sexually abused. And I right. certainly didn't know it at the time. And it's looking back, it's sort of like you know Steve Jobs talks about connecting the dots. You don't know at the time. But looking back, right. I was like, wow, yeah. I am a community activist for 40-plus years because of this. I'm a creative activist. Yes, yes, Ray. You and I, I mean, yeah, we are definitely cut from the same cloth in many ways. And I just love you know, what you shared there, um, this idea, you know, basically the mission I'm on is to really um, help people understand that this is not a lifelong sentence of pain. 
you do not have to be in this forever. Yeah, there are steps, yeah, there are stages, but that you can get to this place where you really do feel complete about the past. And, you know, life is going to keep happening, as you say. So as things come up, as things are happening, um, you're going to have to deal with those, but you can be more prepared and the impact of that can have less, you know, be less and less as you go. So I love that. And the, and just how empowering it is to remember that we we are at choice at this stage in our lives and can really dig in and create the experience that we want to create. Yeah, I love that. So and actually said, Rachel, you, you, oh. you hit it in a nutshell. That was fabulous. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so for everybody listening, I, the, the main thing I really want you to maybe take away or, or get from today's conversation is that, you know, healing is a process, and there are lots of different ways for us to access the parts of ourselves that need to be nurtured and healed. And so I hope that you will take, you know, this step-by-step process that Ray has shared with you tonight and experiment with it. And if you have questions or if you get stuck with something, you know, feel free to reach out to Ray um, at Ray, R-A-E, at thewinningadventure.com. And, you know, share what you got from this conversation. If you do a scribble and it opens up something for you, let her know. Or if you do it and you get blocked or you're not sure if you're doing it right, as they say, uh, just feel free to reach out to her because um, I know she's going to be happy to connect with you and guide you along the way. And don't forget to visit thewinningadventure.com and rayluskin.net for other resources and support that he, she has there available. So any final, final thought, Ray? No, I, I. you know what? I do have one final thought, and I think that this was a key piece in my own personal healing was having a vision of what is possible, putting it out three years in advance. <laughs> it's like so all of a sudden when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling upset, and you may not know what that is today, and I didn't at that time, so I started making – well, um, what I call visual diaries. So, again, this is all with the art. I'd start cutting out pictures of things that made me happy, things that made me smile, ads that did, you know, from magazines, from newspapers. You can do it on Pinterest as well today. It's, you know, they didn't have Pinterest a long time ago like that. But you mm-hmm. can do that and call this my happy place. This is my vision mm-hmm. for 2019. This is who I want to be and how I want to live. And I also think that is a critical component of of healing. I, you know, because there were certainly days and moments I was miserable and I kept looking at that. Okay, this is who I want to be. This is how I want to live. And it kept me motivated. Nice. Thank you for that, Ray. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Create that vision of where you want to go. And in those moments when you feel scared, hurt, unsure, connect with that vision to draw you forward into what's next. Yeah, right on. Ray, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. It's been a real, real pleasure to get to know you and to be able to connect. Thank you, Rachel. And I, I hope to have another conversation with you later on. Yes, absolutely. So, um, and thank you to everybody else who's joined us here today and for listening in. And don't forget to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com to learn more about sexual abuse recovery coaching and to explore the other resources available on the site. And please be sure to subscribe to this podcast because we have so much more to share with you. So until next time, take good care of you.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.